For your entertainment and pleasure, please keep all phones on silent. Enjoy the film. ADC Creatures presents City Fantastic Town. Budapest City. Also, where is Owen? No, where's Bill? What are you doing with us? Yeah, where's, come on. Yeah, honestly. It's wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. <laughs> For real, though. It really has been a while. It has been way too long. Though. Yeah, we, um, we've been busy. Yeah. It's been, what, six it, There's no time. This is all one continuous thing. Don't question it. Yeah, we've been here the entire time. Yeah. There hasn't been a break. There hasn't it's been. It's just, just your imagination. See? Yeah. If we just gaslight them into believing. Gaslamping. You've been gaslamping. Gaslamping you. We're gaslamping you. Gaslamping. 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 Don't believe this for a second on you. Well, um, how have you been? I've been good, actually. Uh, I've been watching films. That's yeah. it. That's all my life, actually. Yeah. Fast. Yeah. I mean, actually, let's be, let's be serious. Uh, since we last were here, I had an off West End debut. Ah! You did? <laughs> That's so exciting. Yeah, I think, you, I think you did a little post about it when you actually, because you, you did I come did. to it. Ah, I ah. did. Of but course yeah. I came to it. Of course. Uh, but yeah, we had that little thing. We finished our first year. We did finish our first year. My God. Damn. That is crazy. Yeah. Uh, and well, we got to show for it. Yeah, no, absolutely nothing. Actually, I'm not. Yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been, we've gone along. A lot of trauma. Yeah, a lot of trauma. Uh, but yeah, I mean, in that time, we've watched a lot of stuff. Some stuff we haven't discussed, some stuff that we haven't really got to it, including a very delayed Oscar episode. Okay, yeah. We'll, we will, you well, will it see will it. come to you, guys. It will come to you soon. It's it just, will be entirely delayed maybe by it'll be, 20 months. Maybe it will be by the time the next Oscars happen. Yeah, which actually will be quite funny. <laughs> I think we should. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Expect the ne- the Oscars 2023 episode on 2024. We have to. Have, we had a year to process what yeah. was going on. Because and then the next one will be, will be 2025. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so wow. we have a full. Actually, for your viewing entertainment, you will see the old films from last year and the films I've made this year. Yeah, Marketing, okay. baby. You see, we work. We work this way. Since that, I've started ADHD medication. You have. I'm still undiagnosed to start medicated. I'm still on the working on that, but we will get to that eventually. We will. We will. You will. But even if you don't, that's yeah. also okay. I think at this point, I'm kind of like I'm okay with being. Both unmedicated and undiagnosed. I feel. I don't know. I'm still. I'm still undecided. It's been. It's been a few months already. I've kind of had enough time to let it ruminate in me. However, I'm still letting that cook. No. Got to be done. No. Indeed. I found it so interesting. I'm only a couple of days into the medication, but I mean, it's like my mind is silent. Yeah. So it's how neurotypical people feel. I don't to be know. fair, though, I, I feel don't quite know. manic. Yeah. I like the mania. But also, I I don't know how. To yeah, I mean, I've asked them, but they don't say it's perfectly normal. And it's silent. It's like, how the fuck does that work? Yeah, I mean, your brain is silent now. How does that work? I, I don't know. It's a lot better though, but it's still like I feel like I've lost a little bit of my sparkle, but I haven't. I'm still here. The mania is there. Not like it's there. It's just the mania is there. Exactly. I yeah. Think, I think. I think it's a spice. <laughs> that's the. <laughs> that's a little sauce in there. It's the borderline. It's the present. <laughs> It's the BPD. It's the BPD. It's all the BPD. I like to balance it out. Ah, oh, like Anyways, uh, Wes Anderson. Yeah. He released a movie. He did. He did. And Asteroid City. He he actually got back to form, which I really much enjoyed. Because it was like... It's it a, felt... Like old Wes Anderson, but also new Wes Anderson. Like he was melding both. Yeah, I have my opinions on French Dispatch. We will talk about French Dispatch. Yeah. I think we very much disagree on that film. Yeah. We do. Why don't we talk about the first experience in the Hellboy Anderson? Ooh, like, okay, what yeah. What was the first things you watched? Uh, okay, I can probably tell. Because for me, yes. it was just Fantastic Mr. Fox. I think it was also for me Fantastic Mr. Fox. It might have been da- the Darling Limited. However, I think it was Fantastic Mr. Fox. I think it actually might have been. I grew up on Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh my god, that movie. I mean, we've seen the TikTok trend. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's, it's such a wonderful thing, because I think it was the first introduction to animation that was not made for kids. Yeah. Even though it was very much a kids movie, it had... In, in itself, it, its aim, I don't think it was specifically 
for children, even though it's a Roald Dahl story, which you would expect it to be, which I find fascinating. But it's it's such a beautiful movie. It's so beautifully done. I, I want to see more stuff. I mean, we did Isle of Dogs, which is a similar style we did. Isle of Dogs. I love Isle of Dogs so much. I appreciate so much the fact that, oh, this is actually doesn't do this. Like, dog is in English, <laughs> Japanese is actually Japanese. I love that. Oh. You're good? I love that film. I watched that with my dad Aww. in the cinema. And, obviously. Um, and, like, I just remember that experience of going to watch it and then I was obsessed with the soundtrack. Oh my god. And, like, it's, it's just so soundtrack. good. And it's such an underappreciated film. It is. It's I, so underappreciated. It's, like, I think it's one of his... It's a month... Because it's in the in-between between Friends Dispatch and Isle of Dogs, that, those two films together, people were very confused about him. Uh, but we will get into Friends Dispatch... Later, I think that's going to be something we can get into later. Let's let's actually you know let's talk about let's talk about Asteroid City. Yeah, because I think that it's the freshest one that we've I, had. It's it's fresh. I literally saw it again for the fourth time today. Uh, I've I went and saw times. the preview, and Wes was actually doing the Q and A. I know. I saw a preview as well. I literally I think I went to the same cinema as you just before he went to the Q and A. The point is, uh, I went. I think we went to watch it, and I feel like it was. I was pleasantly surprised by it. I didn't expect it to be so better. Because I was like, it's Wes. It's gonna, there's going to be some weird stuff about it. Because he, he's been very much discussing the process of making art. But this time I think it's, like, specifically, why? I really felt like nothing happened. But everything happened. Do you I, know what I mean? I mean, a lot of his films do feel a little bit like that. Yeah, completely. But this one felt... So much more like it? Yeah. Because obviously, it was it was a set. Yeah. The whole film was a set. Yeah. But like it is layers. It's, it's a it's a fictional it's a fictional TV show about a fictional play production about a fictional play about a fictional place. It's it was. It's very the layers of meta is quite funny. Yeah. Which it actually very much is. I feel like it's very interesting because you've had two major blockbuster movies. Well, not blockbuster, but art art tour movies that are, have had a lot of success, or at least a lot of recognition that are that have elements that are about theater. Which is fascinating. It was really nice to see the blend of theatre yeah. and film. I, I really much enjoyed. I very yeah. much enjoyed it. I thought it was a very nice touch to have that blend because I think theatre can be quite underappreciated it, in the community. Is. I mean, especially within films, like a lot yeah. of people, like, theatre is like, oh, it's this weird. It's all for musical theatre, and for, for as much as we both love musical theatre, it's not just that. We do. We go to drama school. We know that it, you can go wild with that shit. Yeah, completely. I mean, I had like. Mm. I really loved it. Yeah, I, I did. I adored it. I, I really, really loved it. I don't think it's my favourite of his. However... That's my thing. I appreciate it. I really, I really enjoy I think mostly a part of it was just like the fact that... So, okay, if you don't know, Lee Strasberg. <laughs> Lee Strasberg. So, I, so I'm an acting student, which means you get introduced to a bunch of practitioners. And in this film, the actors get called out straight up. Uh, in the one scene with Willem Dafoe. The scene with Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe B is portraying a drama teacher. However, it's specifically Lee Strasberg. The way that he teaches, the way he does everything, it's and the reactions to the students just going for it. The strangest shit you could see. Mm -hmm. It's such a call out to the actors of kind of like it's it's peeling back the curtain of like this glamorous like it's also showing like the concept of method acting. I was just trying to say, ridiculous. have some method acting, have some Wes Anderson, blend it, it together. It's so it's 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 so much it's so much an appreciation and a criticism of the acting, like, craft. And as an actor, I appreciate it. Yes, because I'm like, I love also how, like, it's just calling out how bizarre it is. Like, you yeah. will remember, you will remember lines that you did four years ago, Literally. and it will just come to you the moment you see the person that you did yeah. the scene with. Yeah, it's no, fucking hilarious. It's, it's crazy. I mean, like, especially with, like, the way that they did that, and, like, bringing William Dafoe to do Oh, it. my God. Beautiful. Great choice. So good. The casting the cast, for this film. The ca they used this, the fact that it was a star-studded cast. Yeah. Effectively. But, again, where is Owen Wilson? Where is Bill Murray? Seriously. It doesn't feel the same without Yeah. Them. Like, they're both, like, a staple. I mean, from what I've heard, through, through the grapevine, uh, my understanding was Steve Carell yeah. played the character that Bill Murray would have been playing. However, because there was a cancellation uh, in his schedule and Bill Murray couldn't do it. However... Steve Carell fucking killed it. He did. He fucking killed it. I think I, I want to see him in more stuff with Wes Me Anderson. Too. Yeah, because his, his style of comedy actually fits. There's so many fits. films that he's been in where I've been like, you were fucking you, great. Yeah, like, do you know underrated, mean? underrated actor, underrated. Underrated. Asteroid City is also like a wonderful exploration of because a lot of his films are pre 
like a lot of them have to do with kind of uh, neo modern, like neo modernism and realism. And this is some well, not realism, but like it's talking about like the this change in steps of time, and it's all, like it's specifically looking into like the progress of humanity. So it's it's I find it interesting that he wanted to focus on basically the Doom Town. Wait, do you know what Doom Town is? So okay. Oh, is it like a just a town that's doomed? I mean, literally, but the point is, a doom town. Uh, here, here's uh, here's an educational section brought to you by JP. Special uh, section. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, a doom town is essentially a town that was built by the U.S. Army in bomb testing sites. Essentially, oh. you would make a town that was just it just existed to test how much damage an atomic bomb would build okay, on it. And once yes. you know that, you think about it. It's all a doom town. It's a story about a doom town. And you somehow got the characters to come alive, which is why it feels like nothing's happening. That's why it's fascinating. Crazy. So it's like, it's about that there's like, uh, it's also like the fact is everything feels uneasy. It's the cop car coming thing, like the shooter that happens at almost every day at the exact same hour. The atom on test that happens every single day. Things feel repetitive. Everything feels slightly unhuman, which is a general staple for Wes Anderson. But now there's not a focus on one particular character. It's so much like, it's just a town. It's having this yeah, I weird found... ecological, like, well, celestial, Jeff Goldblum-esque <sighs> mystery. Look. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Has... Whoever made... Who, okay, props to the casting director. Uh, because casting Jeff Goldblum as the okay, director I is... I have something I need to explain to you that is incredible, right? So when I went to the Q&A for Wes, yes. he was talking about Jeff Goldblum. Okay and about how all the actors involved didn't understand what the film was about, right? This is what he was saying. Nobody fitting for the show, fitting, fitting for it. Yeah. None of the actors who were involved knew what it was about. The only person who could describe the film to a T was Jeff Goldblum. And Wes was laughing and talking about how the fact that the only person who understands it is the alien. <laughs> about how Jeff Goldblum, would sit, Jeff Goldblum would sit down and be like, so the film is about, like, uh, you know, experimentalism expressing yourself and he'd be like Jeff you're Goldblum. so right like you're, you're so, so right. right Jeff Jeff Goldblum Jeff Goldblum uh, what a man what a guy what a man but like I, I remember uh, the puppet scene oh, oh god. god anyway the biggest thing uh, we'll come back to that yes. because that is a whole thing we need to talk about that's a whole thing my god but the one thing I found really nice about this film is it didn't feel fixed on one person. It didn't. I love the fact that it decided to, like... There's so many points when he could have just focused on Augie, or he could have focused on uh, Maya Hawke's character, and... Wait, what, what, what are the names? Uh, Maya Hawke's character was called June. June and Montana. Montana. Yeah, June and Montana. Because it was so easy that you could focus on those two characters, because they were had a wonderful dynamic, or on the kids. Because mm. it, it's very much Moonwise Kingdom-esque and, like, with the kids. Yes, yes, I like, thought you can that tell completely. It. Like, I would love to see a story with the kids, or you could focus it on... Like the like the actual like both the young kids that are coming in to like with a little with a little musical number. Be uh, really Edward Emmy, playing skinny with six foot seven. Yeah, uh, I just, think there's something interesting because you could have fixed on so many, so many things, deals, but he wanted to focus but he did on it so well that it was like it's very much America the 20th felt, century. Yeah, it yeah. felt so balanced. Yes, that's the biggest thing I found with this film. It felt balanced. Yeah. I thought... Also, I think it might have been his most outwardly political film. Yes. He's so... Like, active... Like, if you really know what the fuck he's, what he's talking about, and if you're informed on, like, American history, he's straight up just calling out the American government. Yeah. I mean, conspiracies, aliens, nuclear warfare, and America hasn't lost a war yet. So... In the 50s! Oof. Little did they know! Oh, dear. Guerrilla warfare! I think, like, there was some... It felt... Color scheme wise, different though. I think it's because of the none none of his films have been done in the desert, which means yeah, it's also it's actually I think it was filmed in Madrid, right? But it's I love it actually because I think I went to the exhibit at the Wanaki Studios uh, currently going. I don't think you've gone yet. Uh, yet, not yet. Uh, but the thing the, they have like the sets and some of the costumes and some of the stuff, and it's fascinating because you get to see the miniatures and you get to see some of the houses of the hotel. And like ah! it's it's like the actual motel. You actually get to eat at the diner. It's so cool, and it's it's fascinating to kind of see like Wes Anderson's films always have this two D esque 
like aesthetic to it. You know, they feel like it's almost like they feel like a drawing. They feel like drawings. They feel like perfectly like created paintings that are just like here's like this two D thing, and you go to these sets and you go to like this, and it feels you feel the depth, but it's fascinating. Like specifically, there's a shot where Tom Hanks and the girls are kind of like around him, and it looks like it's green screened, and it's not, and I find it fascinating. Everything in his films is for a purpose. It's, yeah. And he's both this. Exactly. Every shot you see... It's purposeful. ...has a purpose. Even the ones that, like, I love the fact... I love the fact that we know exactly what the hell's gonna happen in this play. It's fascinating how, like, everything has purpose. Like, I love the fact that you get described all of Asteroid City the, the moment the show starts. Mm. And then you see it. Yes. Everything. Every, it's like the cut... It's literally, like, in theatre when it's... Yeah. Oh, it's also the, the fact staging. that the, the, the actual story feels so much more alive and it's in colour, it's a technicolour as well, compared to the black and white of the stage production. Which, speaking of, Brian Cranston. Uh. Brian Cranston! What? Okay, there's two things I want to discuss. One, the agent. Who just appeared so many times, and you, when you watch it multiply, you see he's everywhere. Like, he's in the background all the time. Which I find it, it adds to the fact that like, it's a, it's a doom town. It's like, they're just investing in like, okay, what is the people's reaction? Is this? Like, this feels weird. Because I feel like, my own headcount, my own headcount of theory, is the fact that these were originally mannequins. They, for some reason, are alive now. And, that, and the government is trying to understand why the hell are they alive? Because it feels really weird. You know? Yeah. That's my own headcount. I was like, this is like, none of this should be happening. Mm-hmm. And like, these should not be, these should not be living people. And they're living, and they're actually reacting. They're exactly, which is like that's my own headcount because I think it explains yeah. the fact that it's a doom town. There's one guy who doesn't say anything, but he's just like observing every single second of anyone's activity. Yeah, it's fa- and which feels so wet. Yeah, which absolutely. And then it's the fact that technically, is it even is it even like I think is that part of the actual like play? Is it uh, or? Is it the fact that this is a TV show, a TV like special that's being researched into the process, and for some reason there's an agent in this? Mm. Because it's like Wes Anderson, like no, Brian Cranston, the host, appears in Asteroid City, not in the TV program. He just casually appears. He really does just pull a water white. Yeah. Just appears. Yeah. Funny little Breaking Bad joke. Yeah. You say his name. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was crazy that he just like appears in like the yeah in the, in the communal shower. Yes, yeah. I think so. Um, I don't know. I found that like like I watched it a couple of weeks ago, but I'm just like replaying the yeah. film in my head right yeah. now. Like the, ro- so the roadrunner, the roadrunner uh, is so cute. Actually, you can see the puppet and the actual thing. Yes, the I know. Yeah, the oh. Uh. So I love Wes's use of puppetry in this film. Oh my god. It's like he's blended Fantastic Mr. Fox. And the animation with the alien. With the alien. And the, pu- the puppetry. So good. Oh my god. As someone who is a part of a course that focuses on puppetry oh my a lot. God. And I've done puppetry yeah. in the past. It's so nice to see it involved. Yeah. And it'd be like something that's like inspiring and making people want to get into things like this. Yeah. And it's like. Because it's like some people like puppetry is only for theater. This is the exception. That's, that's puppetry. Within film, and that's not yeah. the only example. There's some crazy shit that some puppet, that some puppetry, that there's puppetry that's being done within film, and you don't notice it because you think it's been so adapt, so well, it's been adapted and that's been reanimated or re like enhanced through CGI. Yeah, you don't notice it. However, so much more shit that you think is not puppetry is. And yeah. It's fascinating. Well, I think it was so nice to see the element of using that and not kind of making it yeah. CGI. It's just the puppet. It's just a puppet. In a live world, yeah. experiencing and processing through stop motion yeah. to make it feel it's so good. animated it's so in a good. sense, but it was just so well done, yeah. and it was fucking hilarious. Oh my god! The when he was like, when he was like, with the uh, it's not fucking me. It's like he's like, you uh, wouldn't expect it. It's so good. it's so funny. Also, the, the, the sorry, the side eyes in this movie are fucking. Oh phenomenal. my god! The side eyes in this side movie eye. are fucking. Just bombastic Bastic side eye. Give me not an offensive side, side eye. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Let, okay, we can talk about the alien, and then we go through Wes Anderson's career. Yes. Because the alien. The alien. What the fuck does it mean? 
You can't wake up if you don't fall asleep. <laughs> you can't wake up if you don't fall asleep. Can't wake up if you don't fall asleep. You can't wake up if you don't fall asleep. Again, it's such an acting thing. It's like something that makes no sense. It just some felt reason. like when you spoke about this earlier, it really did just felt like an acting class. It did. It, did. it, it was like, an acting class. It was. It felt like I was just back in like college. When I first got introduced yeah. to like method acting, and my director was like, "So we're gonna do method." Yeah, and I was like, "Right." Like, use, use your grief. Use your grief, and I'm like, <laughs> "It's the, sorry, it's Augustine Beck. I don't know what he threw, but destroying the fucking like light bulb." Yeah, is, that was like, so. Funny. It was so. Ra- I was like, "Whoa, wait favorite, a second. My favorite thing is everyone talking about being like, "What does the cheese toasty mean? Yeah, why does he burn his hand yeah. on the toasty grill? Why? Why does he do that? And no one knows. No one does. I love Scarlett Johansson. Oh my character. god, Scarlett! Also, excellent work of playing an actress, playing an actress, playing. Oh, excellent! So work. good. Excellent work. So so good. She was just like perfect for the role. I know. I love ski- seeing Scarlett Johansson get the appreciation she deserves. Underrated, underrated actress. I love her. Underrated. I love her so much. I think she's great. And like, I just, I, the the kind of this, where she was like, she's like, when she's like, can I read you a scene? And he's like, yeah, sure. I'm like, as an actor, you, you been, do been, that been, yeah, all the time. It's just like, it really pinpoints it's, everything you do. It's so much. I think he, because he's explored the themes of artists before, but I feel like this time he focused so much on the acting craft. Yes. Even, even like, uh, Conrad Erb, the writer, well, the fictional writer of the story, uh, I just, it's so much more focused on the actor's story. Because it's like, I mean, it's perfectly like summarizing, this is what a production is at, at a high level, which is controversy, weird shit, people sleeping with each other. Every, it just happens. It does happen. It also, does. like, there's little moments within this film that, kind of break his style that are just actively like that's more traditional like naturalistic acting because so much of it is is dead man. it's very much kind of like this exaggerated like state of life and there's points when that kind of shifts into like a deep sense of reality well did and you, it's beautiful it is the um the scene with the oh god what is the character's name he does that big speech before giving the awards out uh the general yes yeah he does this huge speech. Oh about, my god! It's such is, a good speech. It's so good. It's in, it, the fact that it's in the style of a story. Yes. Ah, uh, what at the Q and A? Yeah. Wes was talking about how they did like he apparently the day before did like ninety takes, and the actor just wasn't feeling connected to it. And he yeah. said to Wes, he was like, "Can we just come back tomorrow and do it again?" And Wes yeah. like, "Yeah, great." Came in, did it once, and that was the one that was in the film. We have to see it. Which is. So good. Oh, it's so good. It's such a good speech. And it's just like... Ah, it oh, It's like really... That's one of the things I felt felt a little bit out with Tick for yeah. Wes's film. Yeah. For like all the other films, like when they do their speeches, it does feel connected. But this felt so personal towards the audience. Yeah. That it felt like it was speaking. I, I, I don't know how to I mean, this film it. very much feels like... And I'm going to come back to this. I feel like there's a specific line that argue with Pete's throughout the film. All my pictures come out. Yeah. And it's so, I think he's actively telling us that. Because every, a lot of people had a very interesting and very... It was very divisive reaction to the French Dispatch. It's just wonderful how he's very much saying, look, I make films that are of my own style. It's very much of my own identity. And you know what? As long as I'm happy making them, they will come out. And they will do it best as they can, and I'll be happy with it. Simple ass. He really simple ass. He's so fixed on like making films for okay. for him. For him, yeah. Because that's what filmmaking is about. Like, it's for... making things that make you happy. Yeah. And you produce something that you feel good about. And I feel like Wes is so big on, like, that's why everyone loves his film so much. It's so much of his soul. Because they feel so personal, and yeah. you can connect to them. And while they feel like, obviously, you can sit down and watch Wes Anderson film and go, right, what just happened? Yeah. But that's why it's yeah. so good. It's some, I mean, the point, he, every film he's made, he's made it because he's had a special interest in something. It's so neurodivergent, specifically. Yeah. Sorry. You trying to tell me that that guy definitely. Yeah. I'm sorry. ADHD. ADHD, probably some autism in there. Probably. Definitely. Me too. Uh, 
But it's like, it's the fact of like, we have Fantastic Mr. Fox, he was obsessed with Roald Dahl when he was doing it. <laughs> uh, first six months, he was obsessed with like, hotels and like the six and the, like the shift of architecture over the years. Uh, the French Dispatch, The New Yorker, like just the New Yorker magazine, just a lot of The New Yorker. Asteroid City, I have no idea because you went to see the fucking Q&A, so you might know more than me. He he spoke about just wanting to explore something a little bit different. Okay. And kind of exploring like American history in a sense and ex- basically expressing it. I, from what I remember him saying, but I mean, like from how he explored it, like he's never really used sand in anything. No, he, he barely uses it. And the fact that this movie it was, was all sand. It was quite funny because he did say that it was really annoying working on the set because they had to like build all this sand up. I, I don't like sand. Yeah, I hate sand so much. <laughs> also, the soundtrack. This okay. Oh, so I don't think it's my good. favorite soundtrack that he's ever done. However, there's so many. As someone who loves music, specifically music, mm-hmm. that is like a lot of. You can see this references to the actors because it's songs that we have to sing. Like it's so specific. It's just, I got spurred. I was like, oh no, that that that. He knew too much. He knows too much. I really wish that they'd done something about like a vocal warm up. How good would that be? It would have been so. Fun. That's such an actor thing. I mean, we can talk about vocal warmers and actors. We get to both. That's another episode. That's another episode. <laughs> That's because funny. that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Teasers. Teasers were things to come. Okay. Um, so let's go through his. Okay, we can go backwards. Yeah. Because I think, like, we can go through the ones that we got to see and then the ones you saw later. I ha- I'm going to be completely honest with you. I haven't seen all of his films. Really? No. Hey, guess what? I need to <laughs> Thank God. I'm not pleased. I love okay, where... We I love may have a film podcast. But we don't watch everything. We don't have time for that. I don't know a single person who's seen every... I mean, there's people who I know who've seen every film from their auteurs. However, I'm like, you've got too much for like, like, also, if your career is basically reviewing films, fair enough. We get but, it. But, like, if you're people like us, which are doing stuff apart from doing this, very difficult to get through a bunch of movies. Like, I think it's also accessibility. Absolutely. Because, I mean, not everyone has access to films coming out on the day. Like, an example is a lot of people got access to not film, TV, The Bear, early, mm-hmm. back in the States. And I want to fucking see that show, but it hasn't come out yet. And I'm like, ah. So, it's like, oh, it hasn't come out yet. Season two. Ah! Oh! Yeah, it comes out, I think, on the 17th. I thought uh, it No, it's coming, I think, in the 17th. Oh, I love that show. It's a great fucking show. Very, very good. Very good. Um, uh, okay, let's go through... We talked about Asteroid City. French Dispatch, his most controversial film. I, you Say your thoughts. Okay. Give me your thoughts. So, I loved it. I did. I found it entertaining. I loved the soundtrack. I loved the colorations. I really enjoyed... The actors that were involved, Timothy Chalamet was great, Saoirse Ronan, she was in that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Briefly. Briefly, yeah. Yeah. She was, she was, I remember. Yeah. Loved it. Omar Wilson's character, great. Oh my god. Really loved his character in that. The chef, okay? Favourite section. Yeah. I loved it. I also loved the the woman, oh god, I haven't watched it in such a long time, the woman who was like the French yeah. lady. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who was playing it alongside with Timothy Chalamet. I think the story. I think the chef story is probably the best. The chef story is the best because it's so good. It's so good. I would have loved to see an entire film just. That. Yes, literally. I just, I had my issues with pacing. Yeah, it was just like it was. It was. It was a section of stories. For the people listening, I just moved my hand. Next one through section. I don't know. I just. I also think I went and watched it with my ex-boyfriend. Okay, there's some there's some stuff in there. Yeah, okay. so I think I have my own separate issues. We're attached to it with that, and that is my ADHD. Yeah, is I end up putting we, cre- we create memories based on uh, things that, that have happened. happened. Yeah. yeah, so and like I loved watching it. I did, but I think I need to rewatch it. Again. Yeah. I think I need to sit down and watch it again and see what I feel about it. Yeah. Because I'm going off one experience of seeing it. True. And I think I can't do that. Fair. I've seen it twice. I saw it for the first time at the London Film Festival, like when it came out. Oh, how exciting. Was, it was the first time I actually went to a film festival, which is so cool. Oh. I saw, I saw last night in Soho. And the festival, French, baby. Yeah. Oh. But this was years ago. Uh, I mean, when the fuck did the French dispatch come out? It's wild. It would have been 2021. Nah. It was. It was? Yeah. Fucking hell. 
Yeah. Damn. So I was a baby at the time. 2021. Damn, it's only been two years. Wow. Yeah, it, wow. Must, it definitely was, because I was working with it a lot. Wow. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I, <laughs> I am speed. <laughs> I know we had this joke in the we first did. episode. We did. That is going to be a consistent joke. If there's not a Lightning McQueen reference in every single episode, we do not want to do it. True. Facts. Anyways, for, so for me, the Friends Test I I personally loved it, because it's so much of like, here's my special interest. I'm just going to give my whole heart and soul saying, which is why I love The New Yorker. And it's so much of like an experience, like a set, it's like literally if you read a New Yorker article and if you have, and if basically he made his own version and the fact that you could actually get the magazines oh, of yeah. the French Dispatch was the best marketing decision he could have made. Because it's like, here's a collection of what I love and the way that I'm telling you the story. And he was able to experiment so much with style and like it was the most Wes Anderson film he's ever done because it it shifted so much with every single story. Every story had its identity. Every story had its specific kind of details. I liked the choice of expo- exploration through the chapters. Exactly, that like, was really nice. Which he brought back for Astro City. However, yeah. this for this time it was so much more focused on like individual stories. Yes, it was Owen's Owen Wilson's bike uh, through <laughs> Paris, or uh, which I thought I think was just excellent. It was. Like, so good. The, the hardest production value design he's ever gone. Because my, I mean, I think far more than we did with Grand Budapest Hotel. Yes. He went ham with yeah. that one. Well, the, the design of the Grand Budapest Hotel, like, was a lot more simple. Yeah. In a sense. Which is interesting to say because it's not a simple it's film. It's not. But it's, it's felt... quite an epic, actually. Oh, so good. But you look at French Dispatch... And everything is busy. It's busy. It's so busy. It's so busy. I watched it again and it's like, there's so many little fucking details. Everything's going on. Like, yeah. the, everything at one point. You watch, that's what I do really love. I thought the cinematography was beautiful. It's, oh no, I think it might it's, be, I think it might be, for a person, it might be his best. Yeah, I completely agree. Genuinely. The colorations were gorgeous. Oh my God. I thought the, the poster was great as well. That's a little separate point, we're going yeah. on a bit of tangent, but it is, you know. Poster design. Post. Po- poster, dis- I mean, not posters, but like. We don't have posters. Designs. Yeah, well, I used to, I design. had the poster on my wall for I a long really. time. Yeah, like I am. Um, I just like felt that it was so well brought together. I mean, the fact that it was not even pictures; it was just drawn. Yeah. That little like it's so beautiful. It was so it's well so, done. So beautiful. Speaking of drawn, I want a feature length two D animated Wes Anderson movie just because of that one section. In the chef story in French Dispatch. Oh, it's the best bit in the movie. So I'm sorry. Good. It's excellent. It's so good. Like, I found that the chef story was genuinely, it was just so well put it's together. So it's such a tight story. It's so like, oh, like, oh. it's like slightly niche. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? It felt like kind of going back to like, uh, oh God, what is the cinema, it's like the French cinema. Uh, the like yeah, yeah, white yeah. French cinema. What's yeah. it called? Ah, uh, fuck! What the fuck is it? I know. I don't know you know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt like that. French New Wave. Yes. French it New Wave. Felt like that. It, even though it wasn't black and white, it felt so much like this classic French New Wave. And I think like, that was something nice about. Yeah. That. That's what like, I love French culture. Yeah. I do, and like I think there was something. Yeah, where is it? Yeah, I've got loads of French films. Fr- loads of French film French stuff. Um, like I love French films, and I think that it was so nice to have that explored it's through just, that. It's stunning. But the, the chef scene was just so beautiful. Like, genuinely. God, I'm like throwing myself back to that yeah. that film. Like, What was your opinion on Timothy Chalamet's storyline? I felt it was the weakest. I can absolutely say that. It was the weakest story. I feel like... I he, love he, Timothy Chalamet. He's great. He's great. It did feel very weak. I feel like because he was... It felt like a, like a slightly teenage rehash of Moonrise Kingdom. A little bit. A little bit. It felt like... There's only one way I can describe this. It felt like he was given... The character was given the opportunity to do a little do a little writing. Yeah. And went patriotic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It really is that. It really just felt like he was like... Which I think fits for the story. It does, yeah. It's but... like, this kid, like, these were this revolution, that means absolutely nothing. And he's so passionate about it. I think it's very much captures like I think it's very the nice youth about, spirit. Yeah, yeah, of passion and exp- exploration yeah. and kind of. I mean, Revolution. the whole story yeah. of him was he was sleeping with he was sleeping with the writer. Yeah, and I'm like, I, you do you be, 
and like go for it. Like that was really, really yeah. nice. I wish we saw more of Sasha Ronan. I, I just remembered the painting story. Benicio del Toro. I forgot. Here's the thing: because it's the beginning of the film, and because there's so much stuff that happens towards later end. Perfect exploration of, of the process of making art when you're kind of because it makes you feel like you're insane. Like you, it's the repeated constant. Like it's such a honest look at art and what it is actually in reality. It's like oh, like you're doing this right? No, 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 no. You, people are gonna end up making you make something that you're not very proud of for money. It happens a lot if you're familiar with it. It happens a lot. However, it's such a very, it's such a stick it to the man of like the fact I'm just gonna make the art that I wanted to make. I'm gonna take my sweet time, and it's gonna be done. And I'm not gonna tell you. Yeah, it's such a fucking excellent idea. It was oh. so well done, and like the the environment they chose for it. Oh, the fact really... that it was, it was Italian prison, the fact that it was so the, good. The, the, the random shits in, in like after Glacier, I feel like they weren't even random. I think they was kind of like accentuate like. There's specific moments in that film which it goes into colour and black and white mm-hmm. and I think it perfectly fits into like what it is to see in a magazine where you have a different kind of images that yeah. different aspect ratios that have been taken over time. It's just it's very much like you're watching a live recreation of an article. And it's beautiful, honestly. Yeah, it felt like how I felt with French French Dispatch was like you're flicking for a storybook. Yeah. Like a separate like you can yeah. choose what, and what I think was nice about it is I feel like you could watch that film and pick it up wherever you wanted yeah. to. Yeah. It, 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 it could work perfectly. It could be work. You could rework the film in whatever order you wanted to because it's so, like, positioned. Yeah. However, he's, he literally made it as a fact of, like, here is the story of this newspaper for this magazine closing down yeah. after the death of the founder. Just, it's just excellent. It's, it's so an nice. excellent film. It is. I like, um, Again, not my favorite, but I feel like it's the most, the one that he really, I think that's the movie when he said, you know what, I'm going to make what I love. And I'm glad he did. And the music was really good. Oh my God, the music. The music was really 10 out of 10. Um, and you've seen everybody doing the trend on TikTok. da 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 Oh, the Again, emotions. another movie about writers. I'm sorry, but the emotions I feel oh, for that film. It's beautiful. It's so personal. It's, oh my god. I've watched it so many times. I watched it on a train. Mm. On a plane. Yeah. I don't know if it's a plane movie, though. Enjoyed it in my brain. Bars. <laughs> Spin bars. <laughs> Stop. Anyways, just the gram, I mean, what else do we have to say about the gram? Like, everyone has spoken about how excellent that movie because it is excellent, frankly. It just feels colourful. Not just in like my that. heart. It's, it just feels so good. It's it's one of those comfort movies that it's not even a comfort movie. It's just it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful. It's film. so dark. So dark. It's so dark, but so. So many giant. people died, dude. Bro, so it's many in the middle people. of the fucking Nazi regime. Oh my god. That is hilarious to me. I. I the, my favourite whole section is when he gets passed between the different... Yeah, it's so fucking funny! What's the line he's that they, uh, they say? I want to say, ah. When they keep ringing, yeah. when they're like ringing people and they're like, da 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 Yeah. Oh, so good. Just, and they're like it's... going through the different... Oh my god. And they, like, also Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Bill Murray is in that one just for one second, but he was there. He was. He was there. He was that. Also, Owen Wilson was also in that one section. Yay! Oh. He made it. He made it in. I'm sorry, but what's the main actor called again? Oh, I forgot. He, he, I mean, he's played, been... He's been in the menu. Yes, he's been in the menu. I'm uh, in Voldemort. Uh, Ralph Fiennes. Ralph. Uh, Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes playing Gustav Holt. I'm sorry, but he is incredible. He is excellent. I mean, he's always been excellent. He has. Always has been excellent. But just this film... This so good. Also, turn, actually, I found, out, found this out recently. Technically, The French Dispatch is based on a true story. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I find out, I love the fact that it's like, again, special interests. Little Special interests. I'm sorry, but like the, even the like decoration of food oh within this God. film. The, oh, the, the prison scene with. <laughs> so uh, good. It's been put on the internet thousands of times. Yeah, it's just. Because it has to be. Because it's so good. Like, this is the thing, because it's so well thought out. Yeah. 
and the film just feels so joyous. It's, it's a wonderful epic that he kind of said, here's the process of, like, the slight shift of, like, I think it's, like, the loss of the ideals of the modernists. Of, like, here's the hope of, like, this great country, of this great world that we're going to make great ideas, yeah. and we're just fascism. I think there's something, fascism. Yeah. there's something nice about, kind of, the way that they showed routine. Yes. In this film. About and the break of the routine through yeah. corruption and Completely. awful, awful human beings. Awful. Well, this is, like, even, like, how, you know, he's setting up the bellboy oh to my God. figure out his name, because obviously he was that. What was his name? Zemo? Oh, I think it was Zemo, right? So good. But like the, the routine of things and bringing that routine and it really stood out so well oh in the God. film because you had the certain characters who came in and broke it. Yeah. Saoirse Ronan's character. She breaks the breaks, entire concept. She breaks the entire film. Yeah. This is what I find with her character. She completely doesn't feel like she fits in the film, but she does. She does. She's a fundamental part that allows she's, the film to feel what it is. It Completely. Yeah. She... And I think she's so underappreciated. Myself. She is because she's—it's one of the first. Times it was one of the first times. Yeah. See her. I think it was one of. It wasn't her. It was her major debut. Yes. It wasn't her debut, but it was yeah. the first time that she had a movie that yeah. had blockbuster success. The plant again. Even the plant was shot. Like I know. Right? <laughs> Shocking. Um, yeah, I just felt like there was a lot of kind of character balances that made it feel so much how it is and I think it's one of those films that you can really keep going back to and it, you find something new like I've watched it so many times and every single time I'm like oh I've never noticed yeah. that or this is Astro nice Astro City has a very similar thing which yes. I feel like yeah. I feel like that's the ben, like the beauty of that movie I feel like th th these two films are so much about the end of an era because they're both about the end of an era I, and I feel that's why they feel like why when we came to Asteroid City it felt like oh this feels familiar I, I enjoy that we're back in this, even though it's so different and it's so. You can see that Wes has evolved mm -hmm. from what he's done. Also, the fact that it, I, it's just Wes Anderson. His ex his exploration of color palettes as well throughout each of his films are just crazy. It's beautiful. I mean, it's, it's so well done. Let's say, like, let's be honest. French Dispatches, I think, is the one when he actually went ham. Yeah, he went ham. Yeah, but I think that's what makes his films so joyous. Yeah, is because you feel. Invited into it. Yeah, they feel like just an experience of blending art yeah. and film and theatre and everything in all of the films that you watch. Oh my god. And there's like just the way he influences music into his Oh films. my god. It's so. He, he, Alexander Despot, who has been his composer from like day one, has been making banger after banger after banger and makes these films have this whimsical esque tone. I think. Literally, all the reasons that we've described him is the reason why we've had, I want to go at AI tangent, he's, at the moment, the most, like, searched adaptation, like, this in a Wes Anderson style. And the reason why is because he's, it's so specific and so beautifully calculated and so colourful and it's so aesthetically pleasing to the eye. That's why we kind of like, like I want to see this in this style. And I really hope that... I mean, like, I think this film... Is very much this last film has been a kind of way. You know what? I there's no one who can do it more better than me. We can try as much as we can to replicate it with AI or like other directors having a style of it, but only I can do it. Yeah. And it makes me proud because it means that that is his statement. The, that is his soul. What I would give to work with Wes Anderson. Oh my God. Like. It'd be so just. Cool. I would give anything. Yeah. To do that behind like, the camera, in front of the camera. Anything. I'll run him a cup of coffee. Yeah. Happy to do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just, be, just be his PA. Just be, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll stand there. Films that have had the most influential to us. Which have been the last films that he... Because we didn't... We got into Wes Anderson later on in life because we were... We're just little babies. We're just little babies. We're not that old. No. Even though I love looking 50 and having kids. And I look like... 30. Anyways, <laughs> fantastic, Mr. Fox. We spoke about it briefly at the beginning, but... There is so it's much such a, It's such a do. beautiful exploration. It feels like an acid trip. It is. It's not that I've ever experienced that. But it's, it just it's, does. It's, it's, also, it's just a beautiful exploration of adulthood and growing up. Uh, and communism. And communism. <laughs> and communism. <laughs> and capitalism. <laughs>
Hey. <laughs> like that's what he spoke about. Yeah. You know, he was like, yeah, bro, that doesn't miss the fox. It's just it's just communism. <laughs> it's <still> just communism. <laughs> it just is. Like to be honest with you, the amount of people I spoke to about Fantasy Mr. Fox and how much he used to scare them. I find it strange. I, mean, I loved it as a child. I, I mean, it, I, here's the thing: if we talk about like I, there, was, there was a trend around the time when we had where it was kind of terrifying Coraline. I was literally just about to say Coraline. 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 I think Coraline traumatized all of us at one point, no, and then it. we came into like Fantasy Mr. Fox, and it's the same thing. No, and they're both excellent. They're both so good. So Neil Gaiman. Tangent. Neil motherfucking Gaiman. If it okay, go see Good Omens two. When it comes out. Go see Good Omens 2. That's your homework. When it comes out. <laughs> From ADHD Feature Presents, we yep. present you homework. We don't expect you to do it, because we've got ADHD and we wouldn't... We, 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 yeah. I wouldn't do it. I, you probably I wouldn't. might because I'm hardcore. I'm medicating now, though. True. Anyway. <laughs> that was literally so off topic. That was off topic. That's <laughs> ADHD, people! <laughs> I love the line where he's like, uh, oh. <laughs> it's gone? No, the one where he's like, uh, what's wrong? You're acting all skittish. Yeah. Don't worry, I can still, I've been sitting birds for a living since before I could try. Yeah. By the way, you look unbelievably beautiful tonight. You're practically glowing. Maybe it's the line. And then you see, actually, you're glowing. And I'm just like, I'm like, why? Also, again, the I fact like that your spots. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's such, it's a, it's a, such a quotable movie. It is. It's a beautiful so quotable good. movie. It's also just a beautiful exploration. I think I've said this before, but adulthood. It's adulthood and childhood, and the fact that I mean, he has his themes in every one of his songs. The children feel more like adults, and the adults feel more like children. I think this Asteroid City is, is, is the exception because the girls, yeah, are just children, yeah. and they're adorable. Oh my god, they're adorable. So However, you look at the... Uh, you look at people like uh, Brainiac and the other kids, like the, like the actual smart... Like the smart boys. Uh, it, it, uh, you see, like, the, the, these are the adults. Did you dare me to do it? What? It's an experiment. It's an experiment. Did you dare me? No. It's just, honestly, the fact, I'm still looking forward to see what he ne makes next. Makes, be, makes I, next. Makes next. I'm still looking forward to what he makes next. Makes next. He, <laughs> what he makes next. Because I feel <laughs> like he's, shoulders shoulders. we are, but if, if, if it works. It's clear for it. Uh, it's, <laughs> he, I am so interested in what he does and what he's able to make in the future. And I really do hope that he continues in this path that he's in. I want him to do another film like French Dis not French Dispatch. Uh, no, great. No, great. Would love him to do that. Fantastic Mr. Fox. I want another Isle of Dogs. I, another, want, another, I want another animated movie. I feel like me. I, I had I had a I had an essence that because of the 2D thing that happened in French Dispatch, I had like there's a 2D movie coming. There's a 2D when movie. When they brought movie. the puppet in, I was like, yeah, it's coming. I was like, yeah. Like he I think it's not even gonna be 2D anime. I think it might just be publishing this time. Makes really? me so excited! Oh, I hope so. Ah, I would love I that. I would actually. love that. I yeah. Maybe we'll have to email Wes. 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 You know, you know this one. You not actually, really. you met plenty. Wes. If you're watching this, I don't know if you are, but if you are, <laughs> you'll probably not. Puppetry, animation, your next movie, Please. where I will come to your house. I'm gonna watch this already, it's fine. <laughs> the CIA is already searching for me. I'm a war criminal in 18 states. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> we have reached the point of maximum ADHD bullshit! Uh, uh, wow, the, the meds are wearing off! Yeah. <laughs> the mania's coming back! <laughs> Anyways, we're, it's, we're, we're happy to be back. Yeah, it's really uh, good. We hope you guys have been good though. Like, It's been really like. A crazy couple of months. It has. Like, I mean, we could go on talking about Wes forever. We could, however, I feel like we're running out of space. Yeah, I just think, like, we'll be back to do so many more yeah. things. We've got... I mean, the plan for the next one we're planning on doing is... Ariasta. Ariasta which, he's only made three movies, which means it gets us a lot of, like, to discuss. And there especially, is a lot! Especially with the last one. 
Holy shit. I think we would need five hours to go into depth about Bo's Afraid. A three-hour movie requires a five-hour discussion. <laughs> and then, or in our sense. Or in our sense. Ten years. Ten years. <laughs> it will take way too much time. I'm afraid. Al's so, afraid. Al's afraid. JP's afraid. <laughs> well, Keen Phoenix is also very much afraid and traumatised. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Anyways, okay, we can't get into that. However, yeah. uh, is... I think... Of, yeah. Yeah, like... Overall, Wes Anderson is one of the most influential people yeah. in filmmaking cinema. today and cinema, and he just brings this whole aura of happiness and love and realism. Even, even in his darkest stories, yeah, have the, they all have this like this kind of slight optimism, which is so unusual for stories. They feel so nostalgic as well. They do, even if it's you've never seen it before and you've never experienced that. They feel nostalgic. nostalgic. Yeah. Moonrise Kingdom, I know. Oh my god, it's a like, great example of that. Right? Yeah. It feels so nostalgic and positioned to how childhood feels. It captures it perfectly. Completely. And I think there's just like the exploration of different ways of exploring things like down the ring. Yeah. Darjeeling uh, limited. limited. Yeah. Like the exploration of going around and following yeah. a different journey. Healing, it's, healing uh, in through grief. Yeah. And like connecting with and family members yeah. and it's honestly... He, he, All of his films just have a They set. have two fundamental themes. Making things and reconnecting to a part of yourself that you've lost. Everything feels like... connected. It feels like him. It does. And like when I saw him in the Q&A, he was the loveliest person. Like, he just really loves what he does. And I think there's something so much, especially about the industry in the end, that we forget to love them sometimes. Yeah, especially because I mean, you guys, you critics, and the audience are brutal, mm-hmm. brutal mm-hmm. when it comes to making anything. Yeah. So there's so much pressure for people like us to make quality all the time, and sometimes we just want to make shit. You got to do it. Class. Wes, we love you. We do. You're excellent, and You're thank you for great. making stuff that you do. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for letting us grow up with your films. You yeah. know, not all of them, but. Good chunk. Good portion. Yeah. Yeah. Hope you've enjoyed tonight's presentations. Keep all phones on silent. And someone please help help us. Please. Bye! Bye! (laughs) See you next time. Yeah.